Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Breaking the Code. One topic, no script. And today, as you can see from this beautiful background here, we are talking top five animated comic TV shows. Uh, Jamie, if you don't mind, I'd like to go ahead and give this one a start. You can do whatever your little heart desires today. Right on. Well, my little except heart- be wrong. Uh, well, uh, that's why these lists are subjective. So I'm not wrong. I'm right on this list. Just, just what's your number five? <laughs> My <laughs> number five to start this off. Uh, two of them had to go on this list, and that is, is Transformers and so... GI Joe. Oh well, no, that see, you told me they had to go together because I thought it was the same part of a show. They do go together, and I'll tell you why. Let because me there's a crossover. This. No. Let me explain this. So Transformers and G.I. Joe, the animated uh, series that were out in the 80s, mm-hmm. both of these came out roughly around the same time, and they both did exactly the same thing, which was to start promote a toy line, but also expanded their universe into the comic books that everybody knows and loves from back in the day. The Transformers miniseries that turned into an extended series in the G.I. Joe comic book that Larry Hanna Uh, wrote and did absolutely wonderful stories both creators of the comic books fleshed out the world that became or that bled its way into the animated series this transformers and gi joe were pinnacle 80s entertainment as far as i'm concerned when i was a kid the mixture of japanese animation and american animation back then i didn't care i couldn't tell the difference i just absolutely loved watching it this is what i got up on saturday mornings for and that transformers and gi joe wonderful the movies uh we've had that conversation before but uh major trauma for kids in the 80s too and then you have season two of uh, transformers going in with the aftermath of the animated movie my god yeah transformers gi joe my number five see that that reminds me of your one and a half shot that you did <laughs> like as a top five that still would have been you had to but pick one. those you, two go they, together though no they go together in the sense of how they were prepared not in the sense of shows well in my train of thought they're right here and we found out why jamie always says tim's wrong and what do you, you have for your number five sir I got the X-Men animated series at number, five. at number five. Wow. Because that, so it was a great series. I had to go back and revisit it. I've seen some episodes. I remember sitting there Saturday mornings with uh, some cereal or some toast, just watching <laughs> kids, Fox um, or Fox kids, whatever it was called. Fox kids. Yes. Just, just, just to let everybody know, I don't have two picks at number five because that would mean there'd be six for a top six. <laughs> um, but no, it, here the yeah you knew what time it was yeah you no matter what time it was you knew the show was on yeah um gave me my first real experience to the x-men overall but really more of you know the gambit part where he became popular mm-hmm. before you had to start reading them and have aneurysms um halfway <laughs> through the book and then what is with, he saying yeah no you're just like half the book you're reading and you're just like i didn't understand half this I got the fighting. He threw a card. Um, But no, and then introduction to Cable was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Sinister, which I didn't even really know about what season was it? Two, three. I think so. Two or three. Sonny will let me know. Yeah. Um, 
but having him as you know a villain i didn't even know who he was until i had to rewatch it a couple months ago because of disney plus so it was it, it to me at number five it's a good set like standard for me mm-hmm. on that because of the fact that first team really got to see uh and it really i don't know it it, it changed the way animated series looked moving forward yeah absolutely it did it set the standard for what a comic animated series could be right so with that being said tim what's your number what's your two number fours well my two number fours are just one and that would be invincible very good pick invincible uh i have not read uh that was my number six uh, was it honorable mention yeah right on I have not read a whole, whole lot of the Invincible comics, but I was familiar enough with the character and the storyline when the animated series was announced. And uh, the episode that sealed it for me was uh, the main bad guy uh, who is supposed to be a good guy. I can't ever remember his name. Uh, Ultraman or whatever it is. Oh, Omni-Man. Omni-Man, yeah. Beaten the ever-loving snot out of that universe's version of the justice league oh you mean the guardians of the universe yeah and uh that version's flash like he see obviously you know he's moving so fast and sees everything in slow motion and he feels everything in that type of motion too so while he's breaking his hands on omni-man trying to fight for the life of his teammates it's all in eternity to him and that whole episode i was like wow that's that's wonderful that the that set the the tone for the rest of the show invincible absolutely fantastic great pick for number four yeah i I liked invincible like i said it just came out number six for me because at points i need to read it in order to understand it too Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm not the person that says the book's better i watch both and I mean, I watch one and read the other and then make my decision at that point. Right. Absolutely. But yeah, my number four is Green Lantern animated series. Ooh, okay. The one that was on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Um, right on. That one is also on HBO Max now. Uh, but yeah, it, it told, it broadened the Lantern horizon with the different emotional spectrums. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a new character with the Red Lanterns. Uh, is uh razor uh it, it just just the way it worked like having aya come on it everything about that show is just pure like almost perfection to me like the animation style was a little more built like the toys almost wasn't it like a mix of uh cell animation and cgi something like that yeah, yeah. it was close um but just to see like some of the favorites come back and they broaden the universe and just this, like there's just so much going on that it they, they had a whole universe to run and we only got a fraction of it before they just got rid of it how many seasons did it have just one yeah 26 episodes but you... an amazing 26 episodes i hope oh. hbo max brings it back that's what i was gonna ask you is if you think that it did what it needed to do in 26 no 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 it, was... it got to the point where i can understand the season yeah. ending but the way it ended should have been season two. Wow. Okay. 
Well, that's unfortunate. I have not seen but a handful of episodes of Green Lantern. So on your recommendation, I'm going to go back and watch that. I'm going to try and watch it with Ethan, see yeah. how he feels about now it. Now that you're watching, you know, on my recommendation, Harley Quinn, finally. Exactly, exactly. Well, okay, so that's a good five and four right now on both ends. But my number three uh, is one show, but uh, four members, and that would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they took an obscure indie comic book at the time, flipped it on its head, took away a lot of the mature subject matter and turned it into a Saturday morning kids show and blew the Ninja Turtles into super stardom. Uh, everybody knows the song Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and just on and on. Uh, everybody has their favorite. This is where the masses got their favorites. Mine was Raphael and Donatello. Uh, but dude, the, the animated show, this, this show was perfect. It gave the turtles their bandana colors. Uh, and what was the animated show bled into the first live action movie where they kind of went back into the indie roots of the, of the comic book, but mm-hmm. kept the most popular bits of that animated TV show. Dude, that it was a great time to be a kid watching Ninja Turtles every Saturday. Absolutely wonderful. No, so, and yeah, uh, sad part is that was another honorable mention. Oh my god! So okay, so what's your number three then? Batman the animated series at number three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, that was the show when I was talking about X Men that set the standard. Mm-hmm. Batman the animated series took that standard balled it up through it and says we're gonna drive now yeah, yeah. No, this this is my era and they did just that it was like there's a reason why x-men was on before batman yeah and <laughs> just everything they did it was the first show made on complete black construction paper at that yeah. time um you had the cavalcade the rogues of the bat or of batman you had matches malone you had every aspect of you had the first appearance of harley quinn now in the animated series um we don't want to get in the first appearance of cameos go check out breaking the code we did on that where tim was wrong um Uh, yeah absolutely yes do that (laughs) it's a fun time but no it my i will always i have a ritual for christmas and it's the joker christmas episode I always watch, <laughs> and it was it was the first episode on the DVDs, but yep. now they got them in actual order on yep. HBO Max, which I feel is weird because I'm like, oh, watch the first episode. It's Christmas. Wait a minute, that's not the first yeah, episode. Yeah, episode. What's going on here? Why is he on the tree swinging back and forth? <laughs> um, but no, it and it led into so many more spinoffs after that yep. for the Batman and catapulted him into a different being at that for this time. So. It- push the limits of a kid's show and it as as much as it was done for kids i don't think it was intended for kids you know what i mean i think it was mm-hmm. intended for the young adult and adult watchers because i mean you you can go back and and ask a lot of people what were you doing in high school at 4 30 in the afternoon i was watching batman uh yeah so dude that's a great middle pick batman the animated series mm-hmm. Well, all right, I'm going to go with my number two now. And my number two is your number five, and that would be X-Men. And this is why you're wrong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> go on. 
X-Men, dude. Uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot more to say about it that that you haven't already said. Uh, I go where I want to go. But uh, you knew what was coming on when it came on. And X-Men and Batman were were usually on in the same block. Uh, And X-Men, that show with the storylines that they took from comic books, uh, past storylines and ones that were even going on at that time in a half hour, they did better than any movie or other live action TV show could have ever hoped to do, uh, on, on screen. And it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. X-Men, the animated series. And now they're going to be coming back with more on Disney plus. I know he's super excited for that. Oh yeah. And they're bringing back, majority of the original voice actors yeah, absolutely all right so that is my number two what is your number two at my number two i have gargoyles gargoyles right on that was my childhood at that point everyone was watching batman or x-men or they had their own size and i was sitting there watching goliath tear people apart <laughs> now gargoyles was just out of left field. It was a totally mm-hmm. different theme. It was a totally different idea. You had Hudson, Brooklyn, Lexington, um, uh, Demona, like so many. It, it it just blew the doors away. Yeah. That you're still getting toys today, and it's only lasted a couple seasons. What Walmart's got that one? Oh no, Walmart and a half. Walmart's Goliath. got like all of them. Yeah, and that's, I need them, but they're like. like- $30 a piece. I think it's like NECA toys put it out. They put yeah. out that big giant tall Goliath. But it it had so many different so many different emotions and storytelling was so different at that time. That's mm-hmm. what drew me in. I was always into the different. I never yeah. really stuck with the mainstream mm-hmm. until I got, you know, older and was like DC and Marvel. Woo! Well, um, you know some of the voice actors in uh, Gargoyles were Star Trek actors from the next generation. Yeah, and I don't talk about that because that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> it matters to me. Yeah, just like having two number fives. Oh my lord! Um, but no, it 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 really pushed the pace for me mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Like my parents knew as soon as that was on, they weren't getting my attention. It was quiet time for thirty minutes. No, it was it was. Is he okay? What's he doing? Is he messing up something? And it's just me <laughs> sitting there watching Goliath just beat the bricks off everybody. Wow. That's wonderful. Gargoyles, it didn't make my list, but uh, that's that's a great number two, which makes me even more curious to find out what your number one is. But before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we're going to go through our five to twos and then reveal our number ones. So from five to two, I have Transformers and G.I. Joe. Uh, number and four is Invincible. Number three is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My number two is X-Men. And my number one animated comic book television show is your number three. And that would be Batman the Animated Series. Hey, I would, you know, like I said, that's almost everybody's and it's great. But like I said, well, I'm, I'm a different breed, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's good reason, though, too, because, I mean, like, like we had talked about just a few minutes ago during your number mm-hmm. three, this show was, even though it had a rating of Y7 on television, it definitely pushed the limits of that. Uh, you had the introduction of Harley Quinn. You had major storylines with Clayface, Killer Croc. Which was voiced by Ron Perlman. 
Exactly. Uh, this catapulted Kevin Conroy's mm-hmm. career, revitalized Mark Hamill as a voice actor. Uh, and they're still doing the voices to this day. Exactly. They are the standard for Batman and the Joker. Like uh, when you read a, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, here, no, no. I was going to say, I was going to say this earlier, but I was waiting for you to kind of lean into it with that, with the mm-hmm. Mark Hamill and Conroy thing. Um, like when I'm even reading a comic, with Batman and Joker in it. Those are the voices I hear in my head, aside from the other ones that tell me to do other things. Um, <laughs> that's what the medication's for, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but no, it, it every you I can't read a comic without doing the Mark Hamill laugh yeah. and his way of saying bats and everything yeah. else. Like, and then just the way Batman presents himself and talks to the Joker. I hear Conroy all day. Yeah, and his difference between <laughs> Bruce Wayne and Batman was very uh 180 like mm-hmm. like the way he talked as batman you knew he was batman but the way he talked as bruce was very warm and very approachable even matches malone <laughs> yeah exactly so all right batman the animated series is my number one jamie go through your five to twos and then i am very curious to hear what your number one is so number five i got x-men animated series number four I've got Green Lantern animated series. Number three, I have your number one, which is the Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. Number two, I got Gargoyles. And number one, ladies and gentlemen, is the show that people didn't want to watch because you have Batman animated series and that is Batman Beyond. Ooh, okay. That flipped the script for me being a Batman fan. See, and the funny thing was, was Batman Beyond was done by the exact same crew that did this. Yeah, but it was, you, you didn't know <clears throat> what you were getting out of it mm-hmm. going into it. You didn't realize that Batman was old and broken and couldn't use the suit no more, even though the suit did all the work for him. You know, and to take a new guy like Terry McGinnis and be like, well, I guess you're going to do now. <laughs> you know, you still had, you know, Ace the Hound yeah. with him, but at the same time, you know, the new bad suit, the new villains, the, the, what do you call it? Uh, Blight, for instance, was just off the charts. Like some of those fights, the, uh, even was it the Royal Flush Gang? Yeah. Their Wasn't version. that in the first season? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just seeing him try to be Batman while Batman's behind him trying to treat him like a Robin when he's actually Batman. Right. It, it blew the doors. It, it set different standards. It made animated series fun again. That Batman Beyond was one of those original creations that went in all the right directions. It hit on every cylinder on that one. Yep. For me. And that's why I say like, I'm a, I'm a creature of a different breed at that point. Cause I liked everything that everyone wasn't watching. I wasn't into yep. the stuff that was like, well, this is big. Well, no, this is awesome too. Why don't you check this out? No, no, no I'm too busy watching this. Like, but you need to watch this because it's just, I wouldn't tell good. anybody once they found it, I'd be like, I've been telling you that since for years yep. now. Just like Harley Quinn. (laughs) That's wonderful, Jamie. Batman Beyond is your number one. Yep. Uh, Guys, that's a great list right there. That's absolutely fantastic. Well, all right. Before we get out of here and end this episode, Jamie, you got anything to say to our wonderful audience that is watching? Yeah. Guys, as always, follow, like, subscribe. We are on the Fight for 50 here on Twitch and the race for 100 on YouTube. And at this moment, so if you're seeing it right now on YouTube, we're at like 91. So get us to 100. Yep. If you're seeing this right now and you're on our Twitch page, even later on than not being live, 
give us a follow. You know, we're always trying to build this community to be better and we can't do that without you. But we've already got a good community started. We got a good foundation here. Um, no toxicity, no issues, no problems. Everyone's friendly. No matter how wrong you might be, you're always right. Mm-hmm. So remember that. Um, guys, always be kind to one another out there. And you never know when anyone's ha- what anyone's going through at that time. Even making someone smile can change their day. So, guys, always be kind. And as always, I will see you in the next one. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, find us on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, right here on TikTok, over on YouTube, on Twitch. Uh, Which we're on TikTok, the other one. Don't worry about it. Yeah, shiny Discord. Yeah, shiny Discord. All the places that you could possibly think for socials to find us on, we're on there. All you got to do is type in the Codex Station. And that is where we will be. We're also on all podcasting platforms. Look for us there. Type in at the Codex Station so you can listen to our wonderful voices and not stare at our beautiful faces. And as Jamie said, we've got a great community here, guys. But if you're not following, we want you to. And we want you to be a part of that. So please do so. Our chat is always open and is our Discord. Absolutely. Once again, my name is Tim. This wonderful guy over here is Jamie. This is Breaking the Code. We are the Codex Station, and we will see you next time.